0: Dr. Joe Mott earned his Ph.D. at LSU and was a distinguished math professor at Florida State University for 38 years, helping to write three math textbooks and authoring over 30 research articles in math. He is now the host of this radio program, Defending and Commending the Faith. Here is Joe Mott.
1: Hello to everyone in the audience. Welcome to the program. No doubt you realize that we are living in a post-truth generation. Truth is no longer a legitimate category of discussion in the minds of some people, even perhaps most people. Now, whatever a person believes is taken to be the truth, even if the evidence contradicts it. But profession of truth does not bring possession of truth. The relative asserts, all truth is relative. But he is claiming his assertion is absolutely true. And that assertion is self-defeating. They are asking you not to believe them, so don't. In the last episode, I discussed the death of truth in the Western culture. And I stated that in the current cultural situation, a discussion of truth would be incomplete without an analysis of postmodernism. Thus I gave a thumbnail sketch of postmodernism, and the reason was that postmodernism is founded on the death of truth. I turn now to sweep together a pile of the dangers of postmodernism that I wish could be taken to the garbage pen to eliminate altogether. These dangers can be viewed as a downward spiral that started with the rejection of absolute truth which then leads to a loss of distinctions in all things but in particular in faith and religion. It progresses to a philosophy of pluralism that says all truth claims are of equal merit and no truth claim is objectively true and consequently no one can affirm that his truth claim is true and is better than any other claim on the same topic. This spiral progresses further in a loss of logic, so that no deductive argument can lead to truth and knowledge. The spiral culminates in the er erroneous conclusion that Christianity is false. Once a presupposition leads to a false conclusion, then the presupposition should be abandoned. Thus, postmodernism should be abandoned. Danger number one. If postmodernism is true, then relative truth ascends to the top of any discussion. According to relativism, a claim is true not because it corresponds to reality, but rather relative to the beliefs or valuations of an individual or group that accepts relativism. I can't think of anything more confusing. Every truth claim would require a survey of every postmodernist to get an idea of a consensus of reality. When a postmodernist is confronted with a truth claim, they respond... That may be true for you, but not for me. Then he smugly stands by while you struggle with incomprehension. While his comment may be appropriate when discussing favorite foods, music, or paintings, such a mindset is dangerous when it is applied to reality. Why? because it confuses matters of opinion with matters of truth. It is possible that matters of opinion is limited to just the one who announced his opinion, but truth, on the other hand, is not limited to an individual, but is universal. Danger number two. If postmodernism is true, then there is a loss of discernment. The great theologian, St. Thomas Aquinas, said, It is the task of the philosopher to make distinctions. What Aquinas meant is that truth is dependent upon the ability to discern, the capability to distinguish this from that in the realm of knowledge. However, if objective and absolute truth does not exist, then everything becomes a matter of personal interpretation. To the postmodernist, the author of a book does not possess the correct interpretation of his own work. It is each individual reader who actually determines what the book means. This is a process called deconstruction. Given that there are multiple readers versus one author, according to this proviso, There are naturally multiple valid interpretations. Those who desire to increase their education, why would they want to buy a book to help them if their interpretation of what the book reports is left to the individual reader? If I want to be entertained, why would I want to read a book if what I read depends strictly on my interpretation of what I read? Such a chaotic process makes it impossible to make lasting and meaningful distinctions between interpretations because there is no standard that can be used to make a judgment. Postmodernism says that it is impossible to objectively adjudicate between competing truth claims. Danger number three. If postmodernism is true, then pluralism prevails. Given that absolute truth does not exist, there is no way to make a meaningful distinction between different beliefs. Then the natural conclusion is that all beliefs must be considered equally valid. That's what is called pluralism. If we're talking about religions, then it is religious pluralism. With religious pluralism, no religion has the right to claim that its religion is true and the other competing faiths false in the area where they differ from the first one. For those who espouse religious pluralism, there is no longer any heresy and no longer any false prophets, no longer false preachers, teachers, or apologists. If we're talking about philosophy, And this idea is philosophical pluralism. The whole ball of wax of postmodernism is adopted by colleges and that adoption will eventually adversely affect the value of a college education. There are three things about truth you will hear in college. First, there is no such thing as objective slash absolute truth. Second, truth cannot be known. Third, all views have equal merit, and none should be considered better than another. Why would you consider going into debt for a college education if nothing you learn there goes beyond your opinion? Danger number four. If postmodernism is true, then there is a loss of logic, and deductive arguments become useless. Postmodernism accepts cultural relativism about reality, reason, value, linguistic meaning, the self, and other notions. If reason is suspect, then that means we lose logic and deductive argument is useless because logic is used to discern the difference between truth and falsity. Moreover, Everybody is in the dark in any decision-making process. Not only that, but also science is deprived of credibility. If postmodernism progresses into the legal system, then the whole legal system will be sabotaged. Postmodernist authors expect their readers to come to the right conclusion about what they have written. Again, their position is self-defeating because they eagerly make distinctions between what they believe to be correct and what they see as being false. It is amazing to me how anyone can advocate a position that is supposed to apply to everybody and yet fail to apply that position to themselves. Francis Schaeffer says, Christianity is realistic because it says that if there is no truth, then there is also no hope. It leaves absolutely no room for a fashionable answer. For example, in the realm of morals, Christianity does not look over this tired and burdened world and say that it is only slightly flawed, a little chipped, but it is easily mended. No, Christianity is realistic and says that the world is marked with evil, and man is truly guilty all along the line. Christianity refuses to say that you can be hopeful for the future if you are basing your hope on evidence of change for the better in mankind. The Christian agrees with the people in genuine despair that the world must be looked at realistically in terms of morals. In other words, Schaeffer is saying if you're looking for man to change for the better on his own without help from God, then you're up the well-known creek without a paddle, and you should legitimately be in despair. Thus, if there's no truth, then there is no morality either. Murder will have no guilt. Mankind has no hope. Nihilism will rise to ascendancy, resulting in ultimate valuelessness and meaninglessness. In particular, love and affection will have no meaning. If you would not want that, then you need to renounce postmodernism. In this situation, which so desperately cries out for the remedy that only biblical Christianity can supply, Christianity alone gives the reason for this meaninglessness and hopelessness that their revolt has separated them from the God who exists and thus gives them the explanation of the position to which they have come because of their revolt against God. Suppose you were in a burning building about to be overwhelmed with smoke and flames. If you were offered a way out, Wouldn't you take it? Of course you would in that situation. But you are in a similar position morally before God. Turn to God and take his offer of salvation. There is no other way out of this world of meaninglessness and hopelessness. Danger number five. If postmodernism is true, then Christianity would be false. Christianity claims that absolute truth exists. True distinctions can be made between the Christian faith and all other faiths. So if postmodernism were to be true, then Christianity would have to be false. But I've demonstrated that postmodernism is doubly self-defeating. So, in fact, postmodernism is the one that is false. Moreover, Early on in this program, I gave an argument that showed Christianity is true in its basic claims. God exists. Jesus is the Son of God. The Bible is the Word of God. Miracles are the acts of God. And the resurrection of Jesus happened. Thus, postmodernism's claims, to the contrary, absolute truth does exist. For example... 2 plus 2 equals 4. And the postmodernist absolutely must exist because he has to exist in order to (coughs) affirm that absolute truth does not exist. There is no reason for the Christian to give postmodernism any credibility nor to be unsure regarding Christianity's claim to be universally true in what it says regarding humanity's lost condition before God. Christ's Sacrifice on behalf of fallen humanity and the separation between God and anyone who chooses not to accept what the Bible says about sin and the need for repentance. I think it would be legitimate to cast postmodernism on the junk heap of history. Allow me to close this episode by reminding you, exercise daily, walk with God.
0: with Joe Mott.